where I really started kind of having that guilt because I started thinking about my quality of life. And yes, overall, my quality of life is great. As I said, this illness could have a much worse impact. So for that, I am grateful. But when it comes down to quality of life, I'm realizing I can't do a lot of the things I used to do. Now that could have to do one with age, but also with having this illness. So I don't have the energy that I used to have. I get hit with fatigue a lot. My legs ache. And I mean, on the grand scale of things, when I look at what this could be, like I said, I am so thankful that it's not so much worse. However, at the same time, it does impact me. But I feel like I hold it in because I'm like, oh, it could always be so much worse. It could always be so much worse. I am thankful. I'm grateful. Yes, I am. But at the same time, this is hard, especially being a mom that's used to doing so much. And a lot of people see that I still do a lot. But being a mom that is used to doing so much, I would be lying if I didn't say right now that I am struggling with mom guilt because I feel like my girls are being cheated out of my best self. Hey friends, welcome to the More Than A Mother podcast. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset and own your time so you can make space in your busy life for your dreams and goals. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to show up as your personal best in motherhood, business, and life. We are helping you truly step into your own and find the freedom to do more of the things you love and enjoy without feeling guilty or overwhelmed. Friends, welcome back to another episode of the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, Lawan Moses, and I'm so glad to be with you again. Now, for those of you who are catching this on my YouTube channel, or if you are listening to it, depending on where you are tuning in, if you're catching it on YouTube, you probably notice I am very relaxed today. Honestly, my hair is still in pin curls, and I took down the front of my head just enough so I didn't have my pin curls up and showing on the screen. But on the day that I am recording this, I'm struggling, and I know I said that before a few months ago, but I am realizing I am struggling more often than not these days. And this will probably be my most transparent episode in a long time. And I really just wanted to get on and just share my thoughts so this episode could be all over the place because usually I write down talking points. I don't really have a script because I like to talk to you guys and let it be a natural conversation. But I usually have talking points. But today I don't have any talking points. I just really want it to be from the heart just so you can know really how I am feeling. So for those of you that know who have been following on my journey I was diagnosed with MS almost exactly two years ago. The day that I am recording this, it is a almost Halloween in 2021. And that is the anniversary of when my episode happened that led to my hospitalization and ultimate diagnosis of MS. So as I am going through and feeling certain things right now, I 
think that it could be related to coming up on that anniversary of the diagnosis that really kind of changed my life forever. Or it could just be so many other things that are going on. Now I'm going to try not to get emotional. I don't think I've ever really like been emotional on this podcast, but I am an emotional person. So who knows what will happen because this is really from the heart and very transparent. So I will say that I do a lot of empowering moms around mom guilt and really not beating ourselves up, not feeling down on ourselves, knowing that we are out here doing the best that we can. But I would be lying if I didn't say that I am dealing with some mom guilt of my own right now. And I was really able to put words to it kind of and define it as mom guilt before I sat down to record this episode. Now, the reason I say this is when I was diagnosed with MS, here I go get emotional, my life really changed forever. And I am a very positive person and I try to keep a positive outlook on life, but I have emotions and I am human. And lately I've just been reflecting on how this MS has taken a toll on my body and really changed my whole life. And I try to always, so I said, I'm being vulnerable on this episode. So if you're watching on YouTube, you are catching the tears dropping. But I try to always have a positive outlook on life. And I really do for the most part. I've been good about my boundaries, priorities, really good about self-care and taking care of myself. But as I'm looking at life starting to evolve, yes, 2020, like 2019, 2020, I will say that when this diagnosis happened and everything in the world kind of shut down, that gave me time to really adjust to this, get on treatment, all those kind of things and really process it. But now that I'm seeing the world open back up, I am realizing that perhaps I am going to struggle to keep up with the pace. I mean, really, I am. And part of me feels kind of, I have that guilt too, because looking around at people that I know that have MS in these groups that I'm in, I am really doing fairly well with this disease and with this illness. I am doing fairly well with this illness. So a lot of me, I don't feel like I have the right to feel bad or complain. But at the same time, this is something that impacts my life. So although although I may carry it well, um, from the outside looking in, I handle it well. I mean, really, for the most part, I do. But it's those days that I have these moments like I had the day before I was recording this. As I always say, rain in my body does not get along. So I had to go into the office yesterday, and it was a rainy, cloudy day, and I just felt my body feeling worse and worse as I got throughout the day. Wound up coming home, got straight in the bed, and on the day that I'm recording this, didn't work the next day, called out because my body just couldn't do it. I slept, I will say, most of the day, stayed in the bed, but it was in that transition between the night and the morning of the day that I am recording this to where I really started kind of having that guilt because I started thinking about 
my quality of life. And yes, overall, my quality of life is great. As I said, this illness could have a much worse impact. So for that, I am grateful. But when it comes down to quality of life, I'm realizing I can't do a lot of the things I used to do. Now that could have to do one with age, but also with having this illness. So I don't have the energy that I used to have. I get hit with fatigue a lot. My legs ache. And I mean, on the grand scale of things, when I look at what this could be, like I said, I am so thankful that it's not so much worse. However, at the same time, it does impact me. But I feel like I hold it in because I'm like, oh, it could always be so much worse. It could always be so much worse. I am thankful. I'm grateful. Yes, I am. But at the same time, this is hard, especially being a mom that's used to doing so much. And a lot of people see that I still do a lot. But being a mom that is used to doing so much, I would be lying if I didn't say right now that I am struggling with mom guilt because I feel like my girls are being cheated out of my best self. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't I had to pause for a moment and get it together because I really wanted you to understand what I'm saying and didn't want to be snotting and tearing. But as I said, this message. I wanted to share it and I wanted to share it from the heart, unscripted, be real in my emotions because I don't know what other mom could be out here struggling with this. And I've always said I would use my platform to be transparent, to show all the aspects of mom as we piece together every aspect of what it means to be a mom and our whole journey. But as I was saying, a part of me feels like my girls are being cheated cheated out of my best self because the best self that I am now is totally different than the best self I was when I was raising my son. Well, when my son was, I'm still raising him because as we all know, even with adult children, they just need you in different capacities. But when my son was a teenager and younger, the activities, all of those things. And I look around And yes, we do a lot. We are very blessed. So do not get me wrong. I am so blessed. I have a great community, supportive husband, parents, siblings, extended family, in-laws, all of that. But as a mom, as a person, we all know, and I know this mom guilt can be a struggle. And I really got to thinking, life could be so much different if I didn't have this illness. I feel like I could give my girls a better version of me if I didn't have this illness. But guess what? I do. And it was that reality check of kind of 
what are you feeling guilty for, Lawad? Why are you feeling guilty? And I start thinking about, okay, these days I'm buying fast food and we're eating out a lot more often than I probably would like. Because now with the real world opening back up, then back in school, me having to go into the office a few days a week and work, I mean, thank God I don't have a physically strenuous job, but it weighs on my emotions depending on what I'm dealing with each day. But by the time I get up, the days I have to go to the office, get them on the bus, come back, get myself together, commute into the office and there all day and come home in the evening, I am wiped out. So I am finding that four, three, four times a week, I'm spending money on fast food or some type of other, ordering some type of dinner. And one, I'm not, I don't really like to cook, but I cook because who wants to eat fast food all the time? And I was really thinking about how ever since school's been back in session and all that, I've been doing that a lot. And I started feeling bad about that. And I always tell others and say, you know what? When I was sick, when I couldn't do anything, my kids ate fast food for a month straight because my husband worked crazy hours and they survived. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. But why is it as moms when we're in that situation we're like, oh, we can say it's okay for someone else, but when it's us, we want to beat ourselves up. And I was like, here I go buying fast food again. This was last night for the night that I'm recording this, that previous night I had brought fast food. Here we go eating out again. And I'm like, my kids, my girls, are they really getting the best version of me? Because I'm tired. I have pain in my legs. I get fatigued a lot. The brain fog can get crazy, the memory, all of that. And it just really hit me the day before I recorded this episode, that guilt fell upon me. And in the grand scheme of things, I really know that I have nothing to feel guilty for. I am, like I said, doing above and beyond. But there's that human side, that human side, that mental side. And we all know how much of a trap that mental can be. And it just really had been weighing on me. And I had other content that I wanted to put out, other things that I want to be doing. But I'm like, I can't do that right now. I cannot operate from a place of inauthenticity. I said I would be authentic on this journey. And that is what I am being. So for me right now, self-care is not a priority. Self-care is a norm. And I think that really clicked with all that I've been going through is that I've always said, make yourself a priority, make taking care of yourself a priority. You should be on the top of your to-do list. But what I have found now is that my life the way it is now, self-care is not a priority because a priority makes it sound optional. Self-care is a norm, and that is what I want us moms to really start to think about. Think about self-care as a norm, something that has to happen every day, every other day, wherever it fits into your life. Let it be a norm. Don't let it be an exception. Don't let it be a priority. 
everyone else takes care of themselves whenever they want. But we prioritize. We plan out, map out the time. Are you looking for a speaker for your next in-person or virtual event? Well, look no further. In case you didn't know, I, Luan, me, her, she, yes, me, and the speaker that you need to make your next event a unique, enjoyable, and engaging special experience. Whether you need an event host, a facilitator for workshops and or trainings, a keynote speaker or someone to participate in your conference event or panels, someone to help lead your event, be it a social media event, a virtual event, in-person event, small or large conference, or even just to be on your podcast, participate in your Facebook groups or any of your other social media platforms. Look no further, I am here and I am ready to be a part of your next event. If that sounds good to you, if you're looking for someone to come speak about all things motherhood and more, be it productivity, priorities, mom guilt, rising above your obstacles, and so much more, head over to my website, lawanmoses.com forward slash speaking and fill out my speaker interest form. I can't wait to be a part of your next event and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Self-care is a norm and that is what I am going into. That's the season I am in and I realize that's the season that I have been in. I have got to take care of myself, my mental, all of that. The mom guilt, it's so easy to come. And like I said, when I tell people I teach about mom guilt, talk about the strategies to overcome the mom guilt by replacing those negative thoughts with the positive thoughts, but that doesn't stop me from experiencing it. And I think that is why I really wanted to record this episode and have this conversation because I wanted you to see from me, someone who sits behind the microphone every week, sits with guests and talk to them and have empowering conversations all the time, I wanted to let you in on the reality and to see the full picture, to know that even in pursuing my dreams, even in realizing I am more than a mother, even in going out here doing the best I can for my family, that mom guilt, it still creeps up. And it really had me feeling bad these past few days because I kept telling myself, you could do so much more. You wouldn't have to tell, say, oh, I can't do this today. My body's just not feeling like it. I mean, it's a great thing because I was wanting to push and push and push myself. So in the grand scheme, it's probably a blessing in disguise because it has made me prioritize not prioritize. It has made me make self-care norm. It has made me think about the things that I commit to and the things that I don't commit to. So in the grand scheme of things, yes, this is a blessing because who knows how burnt out I would have been. However, that still doesn't stop those thoughts when it's like, oh, my kids want to go do something and I can't do it today. Oh, we want to go hang out at the mall or something. And I can't be that mom that is there all the time supervising walking around like I used to do with my son. Or now if I have to do that, I got to bring a cane. We can only stay for a few hours and I got to sit down. But I'm thankful that I can still do it. So this, this is how you're getting 
a look inside of my mind right now because I'm thankful that I still have the capacity to do these things, but yet at the same time, I start to feel bad because I can't do them the way that I used to. So I hope that kind of makes sense to you as to what I am trying to say. And then when I start to think about my illness, my multiple sclerosis, and because my journey's not as bad as someone else's, I feel bad for complaining about it. And I feel bad for feeling bad or saying that I feel bad because there would be others that would love to have the problems I have right now. But that's what I have to tell myself and what I realize is that there's nothing wrong with owning my emotions. I don't have to apologize for feeling how I feel. I don't have to apologize for how my life is, for how things are progressing with me. Just because it may not look like someone else's doesn't mean that it doesn't impact me and impact my life. So I have every right to say, oh, I don't feel good today. Oh, I'm tired. I'm aching. I have every right to own that. And I feel that has been my biggest struggle because, as the doctor said, I am doing fairly well. And the way that I am handling this illness and have probably handled it for years before I knew a diagnosis shows that more than likely I'm going to handle this illness well. But just because I handle it well doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And I think that is where my struggle is because I handle it well. I don't feel like I have the right to be in this space I'm in. But I'm done running from that. I am done making the excuses. I am done not allowing myself to own these emotions and just saying that it's all okay. I've been there before living on the surface level, not getting too deep just pretending everything's okay. And I refuse to go back there. So right now, yes, I am feeling some kind of way, but I am feeling empowered because I'm like, you know what? This illness doesn't have me. And I've always said that from the beginning, I'm not gonna let it have power over me, but I am done kind of pretending it doesn't exist or making excuses like, oh, I feel bad, but it could always be so worse. I'm just going to say, I feel bad. If I feel bad, I feel bad. This mom guilt, yes, it was in my mind, had me thinking about it. As I, I do fairly well these days with replacing those negative thoughts with those positive thoughts. So as I tell myself, I may not be able to do all that I used to do, but I can still do a lot. And we still do a lot. Still able to TikTok reel, all those kind of things. But I just couldn't help but feeling as I lay with the pain in my legs and all of that, like I'm cheating my girls. But I'm not in reality because the reality is I am still there. I'm still going above and beyond. We went to New York this past weekend for some things. I do what I can when I can. And I'm thankful that I have a very supportive family that steps in when I can't. But we all know as moms that when we can't do something, yeah, it's okay for others to say they can't. But for us, we beat ourselves up about it. But I'm done beating myself up. 
Yes, I have these moments and it probably doesn't help that also dealing with seasonal affective disorder, we are going into the time of the year where I start to get that seasonal depression. So that could be another part of it. But I honestly feel like these emotions are so magnified because last week when we traveled to New York and I'm going to do a vlog, we recorded all that, that'll be going up hopefully soon. But last week when we traveled there, it was kind of like giving me that rem reminiscent, that deja vu of when I traveled to Atlanta two years ago. It was that same weekend, different dates, but that same weekend. And then it's when I came back and started having my dizzy spells and all that led to my ultimate hospitalization on Halloween in 2019 and my ultimate MS diagnosis. So I feel I was having some PTSD, some anxiety around that whole travel thing. And now leading into the two-year anniversary coming up in a few days of me being diagnosed with MS, I just feel like all of my emotions are at a high right now. And I am on edge because that all happened. I had the opportunity to travel again and said I was dealing with all of that. But I will say that experience traveling to Atlanta two years ago gave me some lessons that I was able to do things differently in traveling to New York and taking care of myself and now going into this. So all this could be magnified because as I said, the two-year anniversary of my diagnosis is coming up on Halloween and my emotions are at an all-time high. But I will say that if you didn't, if you haven't heard the story of my diagnosis, you can go back on the podcast and check out the episode that I did in 2020 around this time where I tell the story of what happened that led to my diagnosis and everything I experienced and all of that. I gave a one-year update last year. So go ahead and check out that podcast episode. Has trauma impacted your life? Do you find yourself stuck, discouraged, and struggling to work through unresolved trauma? Have you completely lost sight of your dreams and are unsure of what steps to take next? Whether you are currently dealing with trauma, working through your trauma, or simply at a point in life where you are ready to set and achieve your personal and professional goals, Rising Above Statistics is the book you need in your life right now. In Rising Above Statistics, From Trauma to Triumph, I share steps that I follow to transform my trauma as a teen mom living in poverty and dealing with depression into growing into a strong, successful businesswoman who lives every day with purpose, intention, and focus. Through stories, tips, and guided exercises, I show you how you can transform your trauma, master your mindset, and unleash your full potential in business and life. In these pages, you'll discover why your mindset matters, how to overcome obstacles, and how to let go of the past. Most importantly, you're going to find out how you can reclaim power over your life today. This book goes beyond my personal story, and inside the pages are filled with tips, tools, and strategies you can use to release the past and live freely in the present. If you are in need of a plan to help you get unstuck and transform your life, then this book is for you. You do not have to be a victim of your trauma. You can work through your trauma and rise above your obstacles in order to achieve success against all odds. Head on over to my website, LuanMoses.com, and grab your copy of Rising Above Statistics from Trauma to Triumph today.
as I said, if you want to hear about how my life had changed and what led to my diagnosis, you want to hear that in detail, head back and check out podcast episode that's number 56, where I talk about how my life had changed in the year and I touch on my diagnosis and tell that full story of what happened to me in October of 2019. So I think I have unloaded all of my emotions and I thank you for allowing me to have this platform to do so and for tuning in. And I hope that something I said, being transparent, resonated with another mom, just to let you know that, hey, even if you're rocking this business life, even if you're rocking motherhood, career life, working mom, whatever it is that you are, even if you're out here thriving in motherhood and life, you're still going to feel some things. And that is where I am. And that is why I have this platform so that I can show you all the aspects and show you how we put it all together to keep it moving and keep it working. So yes, I know I am not failing deep down on the inside. I know I'm not failing my girls. I know I'm doing the best I can as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, as everything, all my other roles that I have going on. I know I'm out here rocking it. I am killing it, but it doesn't stop us from having those human emotions. So what is working for me right now? More Than a Mother podcast, you know this is my baby and this is where it, I let it all go, bring everyone on to tell their stories and we are going from surviving to thriving in motherhood and life and I am so excited about continuing on this podcast journey. I did recognize in all this self-care that I have been doing, which I referenced back in the summer with knowing your capacity on one of the episodes and knowing your mental health matters two great episodes I did on over the summer along with how self-care is empowering. During this whole time of change and everything, I recognize my capacity and know what I can and cannot do. So what does that mean for Lawan Moses and Juan Mo and Code, the brand, More Than a Mother podcast? It means you're still going to see me on pod on my podcast. You're still going to get the great episodes. I have some amazing guest episodes that I have yet to release. I'm not sure where I'm going with the future of having guests on the show, but I do have a series of guest episodes that I recorded earlier this year and through the summer that are going to be coming up to you. Also, you're going to catch me more on my blog, that's right, I am going back to blogging. Writing is truly my passion, writing and speaking. So I am bringing back my blog so you will be seeing from me on the blog. If you are not yet connected to me, head over to my website, lawanmoses.com and get connected so that you can see when the new blog episodes go out along with subscribing to this podcast that you can get notifications when the new episodes come out. Also, I am an author, so I'm thinking about putting together my next book that may come in 2022 sometime, but I'm getting back to the things that I love, the things that I enjoy. So what changes or does that mean? So you may not see me doing much coaching. Yes, I love to coach. Yes, I love to empower, but I recognize my capacity. And in dealing with the multiple sclerosis in working a full-time job and now going into teaching at a local university, along with being a mother, being there for all of my family, wife, all those roles that I have, I have a limited capacity. So I am scaling back on my coaching services. 
However, my courses are still going to be available. I will still be bringing you courses and digital content. So again, connect with me on my website. Also hit up my social media platforms. You know, you're going to always catch me on there doing some of my favorite reels or TikTok. So either follow me over on TikTok at Lawan Moses or on Instagram at Lawan Moses. I am really bringing my full self now to the platform. So I'm excited for what I'm stepping into and not being boxed in. I'm scaling back, as I said, on the coaching services, and you're going to get the podcast content, the blog, me showing up as my best and natural self on my platforms, and also my digital products, courses, and I'm sure a book is coming down the pipeline. So those are all the things that you're going to see coming for me. And I mean, it's freeing. I do, like I said, I love to do the coaching. And I may revisit that in terms of a mom membership or group coaching type thing. But for now, in knowing my capacity, I have to pull back from doing the coaching all the time. That doesn't mean that I still can't make exceptions. Like if there's someone who's listening that really wants to be get that podcast done, get your book done, really need to help put the pieces together, and you really want that one-on-one angle, then yes, we can talk, but it's not something I'm going to regularly offer. So you're going to be able to get the greatness of me through a lot of my digital courses and products. If you're following me on social media, be sure to connect because I'll pop up, probably do some workshops and all of those live that you can join. So I am excited. I feel much better after talking that through with you all. And these are all things, like I said, I knew. And I usually process them to myself. But I wanted to show that to you. I wanted to be here. I wanted to be transparent because that is what the More Than a Mother podcast is. It is about all the pieces that make you mom. It is about owning your identity as a woman as a mother, whatever roles that you have, knowing that you matter and really putting that me back in mother. I thank you all for listening. I thank you for joining me. And I am really excited about the future. So if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review. You can screen record, screenshot, share it to your stories and be sure to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. I thank you for joining me. I hope that what I said perhaps resonated with you and that you know that it is okay to not be okay sometimes, but you don't stay there. You get back up, you bounce back, and you keep on going.